Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. Studio Boomer Esiason, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Gio on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Tuesday morning. I'm going to start off this morning with a full disclosure that I am deteriorating physically by the minute. My wife got the neurovirus after both my daughters had the neurovirus. She got it yesterday. And then I got cocky, and I touched the neurovirus money, and I said, I am not getting this thing. You guys, just your immune systems. I pulled an Al Dukes. I said, your immune systems are terrible. I said, I'm eating great. I'm working out. And you guys are just, I mean, you should be ashamed of yourselves for catching all these germs. And I woke up, and I popped out of bed, and I was thinking, man, if I could just get through today, I'll be fine. Took a shower, felt great, went downstairs, got in the car. Halfway here, I'm listening to CeeLo talk to E. Frank in Astoria. Maybe that's what made me sick. And I start shivering and getting very, very tired and queasy. So I'm going to give it a shot. I have not thrown up. I have not had any sort of uh, stuff coming out the other end yet. So I'm going to give this a shot because that's what I do, Boomer. When adversity faces me, I power through. You know me. I never run in the other direction of adversity. I always take it head on. Uh, good morning, Boomer. How are you? Uh, I'm doing a lot better than you are, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, if you need to go, you need to go. That's all there is to it. Yeah. I mean, uh, just make sure the bucket's close by. Mm-hmm. Got, got, got it, right? Yeah, I got it right there. It's right there. Just yeah, make yeah. sure it's close by. Well, I'm going to run out of here. I'm, I'm not going to get that on CBS I mean, Sports Network. Well, I don't know. We should. Hey, Stephen Waldron. Would you like to see me throw up on CBS Sports Network or would like for me to run out of the studio? Well, first off, I hope you feel better. Yeah, okay, sure. You I'd, do. I'd rather it be off camera. Okay, <laughs> well, I'll try my best. I'll grab the button, yeah. I'll get off camera, and then just quickly just have that uh, camera uh, finger ready to go right to Boomer's face when that happens. It just, right? It's amazing to me that uh, All right. this neurovirus just, just goes the way it does. I mean, it's just I can't it's nonstop, you. man. I'm waiting for non-stop. Pfizer to come out for a vaccine and make another hundred yeah. billion dollars for that one. Right. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh, <laughs> I read something yesterday that like this is this neurovirus is sixty six percent more contagious than any other one that they've 66%. seen. Sixty six percent. Sixty six percent. Sixty percent. Because they're scientists, man. There's petri dishes, and they know what they're, they're doing. Scientists. Yeah, they check that stuff out. They're the epidemiologists. That's what they do, man. 
So they check stuff out, but that's what they said. Yeah, it's, said rough, it's a rough one, Big. So hopefully it's not going to hit you. We'll see what happens. If you stop feeling good, then you just get out of here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, I tell you, this is, um, yeah, this is, if this is in my head. You want me to call it drip hydration right now? I don't think I need it yet because I, I have an IV nurse in here. I don't I haven't thrown up yet. That's why I'm worried about getting right. that drip hydration before the stuff starts coming out of me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell in your eyes. You can, can tell in my eyes? eyes? Yeah, I can see it. You can tell, really? Yeah, I can see it. Oh, God. I'm sitting here real close to you so I can I can tell. Yeah, man. I mean, your skin looks good and everything, but yeah. you look a little... Uh, glazed over? Glazed over, a little bit. Yeah, I thought the same when I looked at my eyes in the mirror, too, and I'm freezing. That's why I have this jacket on. I'm absolutely freezing. Yeah, you got your, you're your a big layer guy. I, know I am a big layer guy. I got three of them on right now. Right. And I got my hands in my pockets because I'm freezing. Do you want me to get the blanket out of my... Uh, Al, can you go get the blanket <laughs> out of my office? I think that will help, too. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, uh, did yeah, little, what's going on in did sports? A, did a little digging yesterday. Oh, nice, I love it. And uh, you know, had a few conversations with a number of people across the NFL. Felt really good about the conversations that I was having. Just talking about different players, different potential scenarios, and things of that nature. And I know that uh, David Carr, Derek Carr's brother, was out there talking yesterday about this is going to be a process for for Derek Carr that he wants to find the right team, the right fit, and all of that other stuff. And uh, that I, I figure that, you know, Derek Carr is going to want to sign a contract here within the next, you know, week or so. I it mean, sound like it. I mean, I, I think he needs to. I think he needs to get out in front, pick his team, sign the contract and, get, and move on. Whether his brother it be said Jets. he was dragging it out. His brother uh, David on NFL Network said that he's going to drag this thing out. There's no reason. There is, there's no reason to drag it. Says not anytime soon he's going to make a decision. All right. Here's your blanket. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Let's see if this helps. Perfect. Oh, yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Boomer. I know. That's how I felt. I was freezing my ass off. Oh, God, you did? You had that symptom? Yeah, there was nobody to give me a blanket, though. <laughs> no, just the nurse with the sponge bath. Uh, yeah, I was just, I was, uh, you know, one minute you're, you're freezing, next minute you're sweating. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, so, you know, I don't know what Derek Carr is going to do. I still, I do know, however, that he is concerned in, from the Jets' perspective that, you know, that Zach Wilson is here. And what does the future hold for Zach Wilson? You know, okay. Nobody can answer that question. So we, we were speculating that absolutely he would ask that question. It sounds like he did. And he did. Yeah. And I do know that uh, you know the Jets are not doing anything with Zach Wilson. Regardless of what the fan base may think, you know, you start reacting to the fan base, you end up sitting with the fan base. Yeah. So there are a lot of people out there that are not... Uh, all that happy with Zach Wilson, and I can understand that. You know, he has to earn back the respect and the trust of the fans and certainly his teammates. And I'm not saying that he is in the running to start next year, but he is going to be here. And he's going to be he's going to be a part of the team. That that I know. They're not giving up on him just yet. But if they sign Derek Carr, so Derek Carr's gonna so want a four or five year deal, right? That's the point. Yeah. So if they sign Derek Carr, that that may be the sticking point. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, that could be a sticking point for Derek Carr. I don't want to put words into Derek Carr's mouth, but he was certainly wanted to know what the the idea and the future was for uh, for Zach Wilson. And like he should. He should go through everything that is on his mind and want answers to all these different questions. Now, I also think that there is a really good chance that whenever this... This darkness retreat ends for Aaron Rodgers, which may be today. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, so I heard uh, Alan Jerry talking about it, about the, is he going to be on McAfee today? And I, I Googled it myself. I can't find anywhere if he is. So 
I, unless I missed it. But I, if he's on McAfee today, then obviously we know he's out of the darkness retreat. So if he, so there's a good chance he comes out of this thing and what? All right. Uh, well, this is, this is what has to happen. If he is going to be a New York Jet quarterback, what, what does Al Mac- say? Mac- McAfee is off this week, so he he's will off, not. So, all right, will, so yeah. maybe he is in a darkness retreat. Okay. But anyway, if, if Aaron Rodgers is to be the quarterback of uh, of the New York Jets. I, I put a few different things together thinking that this is what it's going to take. So understand that Aaron Rodgers in his career up to this point has made $305,608,000. All right, so he's already north of $300 million. He is scheduled to make $59 million this year with the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers... According to many different people, actually three different people that I've spoken to yesterday, is basically driving this bus. He is the one that is total control of what he wants to do. And so Green, and the Green, Packers want him back. He's not going back. And Green Bay knows this. Okay. And Green Bay also knows that they can't afford a $59, $59 million, you know, uh, signing bonuses, which is basically our fifty-eight million dollars signing bonus, which is what he's going to get. So if he goes back to Green Bay, he would have to readjust his contract again. Or this is what I think is it's got to happen if he's going to be a New York Jet. Number one, he has to come out from his darkness re- retreat, and he has to demand a trade to the Jets only. Okay, and if he does that, then Green Bay will acquiesce and they will trade him to the Jets. And Green Bay is not going to receive all the compensation that everybody thinks. Well, yeah, be, because of the number money one and of his age. age. And, yeah. yeah, but then then there has to be a third thing. Rodgers has to do what Brady did with Tampa. He's got to adjust his contract to a point where it's amenable for the Jets to pay it, and also he has to have a sit down with Woody Johnson and say to Woody Johnson, "Look, if I'm taking less money, you have to." Assure me that you're going to be spending money in other spots to build, rebuild this team, you know, quickly via free agency. And most likely, I'm thinking offensive line. Sure, and get all his friends. Use that money well, on all my friends that well, play maybe, with maybe, the Packers. Well, maybe, not, maybe not so much his friends, but what he would we what he would end up doing is taking somewhere between thirty to thirty five million per year, maybe seventy million guaranteed max over the next two years. And then the Jets would have flexibility with their money and Woody would have to spend it and allow Joe Douglas to go do what he needs to go do in order to support Aaron Rodgers. Now here's the key part about this. If they get Aaron Rodgers and they get him for two years, let's say two years, and then there could be a compensatory pick that is tied to Aaron Rodgers' success here and the Jets' success here that maybe Green Bay would get something else back if they ended up going to the Super Bowl or they go into the playoffs or something. That that part of it is not going to be all that difficult between the Jets and Green Bay. The, the other thing that has to happen here is that, and what will happen here, is that the Jets do get to keep Zach Wilson on the team. And it turns out that I believe that Aaron Rodgers is Zach Wilson's idol. And now you get the most, you get the best, best of both worlds from the Jet perspective. You get to hold on to Zach Wilson. He gets to sit and go to those meeting rooms with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron and, and Zach seem to like each other a lot. Um, and there, then there's the Nathaniel Hackett, uh, relationship deal, which is a really strong, which is a big thing in this whole kind of situation is that they do, they are close. And one of the reasons I believe, or a number of reasons why 
Aaron Rodgers didn't go to Denver last year, he could have forced the trade to Denver, was because I don't think he wanted to leave his buddies behind. You know, the Bakhtiaris, the Randall Cobbs, the Mason Crosbys of the world, that he wanted to see if he could run it back one more time with those guys. But now I think all of those bets are off. And when you think that Green Bay is sick of Aaron Rodgers and sick of all of this, yeah. I'm telling you that is true. That is true. Well, That is 100% true. So if Aaron comes out of his darkness retreat and he says, I want to continue to play, I want to go to the Jets. I want to modify my contract. I want to get assurances from Woody Johnson that he's going to spend on free agency. And then the Jets can hold on to Zach Wilson. To me, that is like a match made in heaven. That would be the perfect scenario for the Jets if Aaron Rodgers is willing, which I believe he would be. He would have to be. Willing to lower his salary? Well, is he to willing his, to? But we go back to the same point, though. Is he willing to go to the Jets? If he's willing to lower his salary, that's one thing. Does I he believe, do that yeah, for the I, Jets? I now believe yes. Really? I now believe yes. But who the hell would know with how weird he is? I just I believe yes. I believe that 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 is a that that scenario right there would be the perfect scenario well, yeah. for the New York Jets. Now we've been saying obviously that Rodgers is the best option for weeks now. It's just a matter of him actually wanting to play here. So. Yeah, well, and I believe that that could be the case. And I think a lot of that would have to do with his relationship with Nathaniel Hackett. The other thing, too, is if he comes here and, you know, Nathaniel's calling the plays and, and doing all that stuff, you know, Aaron knows this, obviously, these plays, like the back of his hand. So when he comes here, like when I came to the Jets, I knew Bruce Coslett's offense. So I was able to coach as well as play. In other words, the quarterback is well-versed in all the you know, all the, you know, language and all the situations, all the pass protections and all that other stuff. And you seamlessly just hit the feet ground running and he becomes an extension of the coaching staff, which is a good thing for guys like Garrett Wilson, for Elijah Moore. He can tell them exactly what he wants them to do and how to do it. And uh, you can't you can't minimize that fact either. Now, just to go back to Derek Carr for one second. To me, like Derek Carr is not coming here for a two year contract. Derek Carr is not coming here. I, I think Derek Carr is looking for like a four or five year deal, and they want somebody. He wants somebody to commit to him. Well, of course. I mean, especially after what happened with the Raiders, that's what he's going to be looking for. Now, here's the problem: if he asked about Zach Wilson, Derek Carr, then I'm sure he asked about Aaron Rodgers. Like, what's your guys' interest in Aaron Rodgers? Am I going to be sitting here wanting to play for you, and then all of a sudden I'm the second choice? I mean, that's a question that's very difficult to answer. Yeah, the, the other thing too that you may have to commit more money. Because of, of uh, Derek Carr's age. You're going to have to commit more money to Derek Carr than you would to Aaron Rodgers. You know, and you'd have to commit more years. Uh, and I, I, to me, if I had the, my crystal ball tells me that, you know, if Zach Wolf, they're going to keep Zach Wolf. They're not getting rid of him yet. So everybody needs to get that out of their minds. Well, what if Carr stays, though? I mean, what if Carr signs? They're not getting rid of Zach Wilson. They're, they're just what the not. hell are they going to do with them for five years? No, they're going to they're going to they, they think that they have a spec. I know. I know when I say that. I'm, and I'm, again, I'm not saying that I agree with all this. I'm just telling you how I think that they're thinking. I think that they believe that they have a special player on their hands that just is very immature and just needs to grow up and just needs to learn how to become a professional football player. Now, many of us Ranger fans could have said the same thing about Capo Caco, could have said the same thing about Filipino, could have said the same thing about uh, Alexei Lafreniere. And all of a sudden, all three of these guys are becoming some, they're, they're actually becoming the players that we were hoping that they were going to become. They're getting better each and every year. And it takes a while. Everybody's a little bit different. And maybe in the mindset, in the back, in the back of the mind, is that you bring in a Aaron Rodgers 
who likes uh, Zach Wilson and can mentor Zach Wilson, even though he's not going to say, I'm, I'm here to mentor him, I'm here to win football games. But what I mean by that is that he'll get to watch him every day in practice. He'll get to watch how he prepares. He'll get to watch how a Hall of Fame quarterback goes about his business. And then after two years, if Aaron Rodgers wants to retire, or even after a year he wants to retire, the Jets at least have their quarterback for the moment. And, and hopefully he will drag this other young quarterback along and get him to be the player that they see on the practice field. It's not surprising that Aaron Rodgers is Zach Wilson's idol because I feel like they fell off the same douche tree. You know, they got that same personality, that same grading. You know, teammates don't love him. You know, they, you know birds I think, of a feather. I, I, th- I do think teammates do love Aaron Rodgers. Maybe some of his younger teammates probably a little bit aloof and all that other stuff, but you ask Randall Cobb, you ask Mason Crosby. Yeah, he's, Crosby, got, his, he's got his inner circle. You ask Bakhtiari, you ask some of those guys that have been around him for a long time, they'll tell you he's a great teammate. Sure. Those guys, he's got his inner circle. Sure but he's he also won, and he's also won MVPs, also played at the top level of his game, which That's true. affords you a lot of wiggle room when it comes to your personality. I do know this, that having like a guy like Aaron Rodgers here for two years, if he is out there and he is playing the way that we expect him to play, your defense is going to be better just by virtue of the fact that the offense is going to score more points and they're going to hold on to the ball longer. Oh, absolutely. They're not going to be throwing turnover, you know, uh, interceptions and fumbles and also the crap that the Jets have been going through offensively. I mean, like, they won about four or five games there with virtually no offense. I, I would I would argue if I go back and look at last year's schedule that if Aaron Rodgers were their quarterback, four or five more wins for this team. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Me and my immune system are going mono mono against the neurovirus right now. We'll see who comes out a victor. I, have a, I don't know why. I have the image of Little Red Riding Hood when I look at you right now. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I'm still freezing. 
It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't help you guys. The, the studio's at 61 degrees. I feel like that I didn't turn help. it down today, though, because I was freezing. I got to put it back up to something. Get some warmth in here. That would help. And I got this space here in my office because they don't put the heat on at night or on the weekends in this place. So I walk in and my office is like 52 degrees. So I just stuck my face right into the face here and sat there for 20 minutes. <laughs> Your office is 50 degrees. Yeah, I yeah. believe it. It is. Yeah. Uh, back on that side of the building is freezing. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, Jerry. I know uh, not a lot happened in sports, but you've got it all for us. What's going on? We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games. On your phone, you guys talked about uh, the Carr brothers, David on NFL Network, talking about his brother Derek taking his time to make the decision. Where is he going to play next year? It's it, it's honestly it's it's going to be a long process though. If there's he really only has the Saints, the Raiders, and the Jets to kind of compare those three places, and so he wants to do his due diligence and see as many places as he can to get a feel for what the best place for yeah, him. Yeah, like, where's uh, you know I'm I'm being told he has two more trips to make, and I'm like, where's he going? Carolina? I I don't know. I Tampa Bay. Maybe. Makes sense. Those two would make sense. The St. Louis Battlehawks? <laughs> Could he be going to San Francisco? No, nah, I don't think so. Right? Ah, I mean, do they have the money to do it? Probably not. Then that would be no. But that would that would be something. Because he would obviously flourish there. There's no doubt about it. Every, I think any quarterback flourishes there. Well, the one thing he made very clear, he liked the Jets, meaning Derek. Obviously, the team is, is just in need of quarterbacks and some stability there. They have a lot of good components. There's a lot of things that are very positive about the Jets. He had a great trip. So we'll see when he makes that decision. He also, uh, from what I was told by a bunch of people on Twitter, that uh, McAfee's off this week. Yeah. So that we won't hear from Aaron Rodgers until next Tuesday. I imagine that the retreat or darkness retreat is over, but who knows. Uh, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson posting on Instagram, quote, no matter how much genuine love you show, it'll never be enough. And then he had emojis with symbols on the face as if to say, bleep it. You know what? He needs to get an agent is what he needs. Probably. And, you know, quite frankly, if you really look back over the last two years, I, I could make an argument. That Lamar Jackson quit on the the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it at the time. I, I, I could make a 100% argument, and if you were John Harbaugh, and you're standing on the sideline, and you believe that he should be playing, or should at least be around the team, or whatever, and he's not, I'm like, I just it goes flies in the face of everything that John Harbaugh stands for you as remember, a coach. You remember Michael Vick's comments then? He goes, I played an entire season with a sprained MCL. Get your ass out there. Right, exactly. I do. Um, he also posted a picture with fire coming out of a human's neck. Hmm. So whatever that. Yeah, means. I don't know. It's going to be me in about a half you know hour. That means <laughs> that, 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 yeah, that means Baltimore's not negotiating with him, and I wouldn't like again. I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. I would not be surprised to see a trade. We shall see. Mets owner Steve Cohen spoke in Port St. Lucie on Monday. A whole bunch of different things that he was uh, discussing. First things first. I will spend, and I. Certainly shown you that already. I made a commitment to the fans, right? And it wasn't a short-term commitment. You know, when I do something, I don't do it halfway. Okay, I mean, I when I'm in, I'm all in. And uh, you know, I I don't accept mediocrity well, and so I have a certain high expectations. And, it, and if it requires me to invest in this club, then I'm going to do it. And he has certainly done that so far. In terms of the roster and the guys on it, he goes, I have relationships, and that's how we do things. Other people have said, eh, you shouldn't get that close to the players. And, uh, you know, I would do it differently. And I don't agree with that. Um, I, think there's, I think it's important to have a personal touch. Uh, I think that matters. It shows you care. 
He was, uh, he spoke for like 20 minutes yesterday. Says his wife, just like him. You know, my wife feels the same way. And so it's just the way we are. And I'm going to do it my way. So, uh, and it works for me. It's worked in the past, and I'm going to keep doing it. He loves Justin Verlander so much so far, he's given him a 10-year extension. He's 50. <laughs> so they got that personal relationship, wants to keep him around. <laughs> what do you get, 40 million, 42 yeah, million? 43, something like, something like that, yeah. 43 million, not too bad, not too bad. So we'll hear from more along the uh, along the way this morning. Yankees captain Aaron Judge talked to the meeting uh, media in Tampa as well, but before he did that, Aaron Boone was at the podium with Bruce Beck. Hmm. Aaron, how do you think Judge will handle the captaincy? Well, don't more. You know, oh. A little more, a little more color. Now give us something. He gives you nothing, which was funny. What are That's... you most looking forward to when you get to heaven, <laughs> Aaron? Yeah, I mean, you could say that Aaron Judge the last couple of years has been the de facto captain already. Sure, you know. So I just because he is named captain, I don't think. Listen, we know what it. this is all about. These guys—they didn't do much in this off season. They're there. They're going through the motions. This is the only thing that's been different is him coming back and getting a C on his jersey. So everybody's asking him about it and all the players about it. And they got nothing else to talk about except Frankie Montas's surgery. That's it. That what is else? true. That, there's not a lot to discuss yet. Games don't start for another few days. But it's the first time we heard from Judge since he got there. I what believe. did he say? Uh, he talked about just being back in Tampa. Yesterday felt kind of like the first day of school, getting a chance to be back here, even though I already knocked out my physical. I didn't have much to do yesterday, but it was good to be back around everybody, see the team, see the guys, check in with guys that, you know, just kind of been talking with on the phone. Can you imagine if you fail a physical? <laughs> Which he didn't, of course. Um, he is still... Same injury as Correa. <laughs> Deal canceled. Not, no, no. Uh, still irked by getting bounced in the playoffs, as you can imagine. It bothers me. I think it bothers the group as well. You know, every every year that we don't, you know, finish what we started, you know, it... It wears on us in different ways. And, of course, Boone knows that judges his guy. Him living in the area is a big deal. You know, he's been going to Heinz now for over a month and dragging guys with him and, um, you know, really getting to know different parts of the organization. He's always <clears throat> made it a point to reach out and make younger guys feel a part of this. I have a prediction. Aaron Judge will challenge Barry Bonds mark this year. Really? Mm -hmm. Like, I heard some people say, well, he's 60. He's not going to 62 again. Why not? off now. Yeah, who's the protection in the lineup? It's the same as last year. Okay. Have you heard of Giancarlo Stanton? Yeah. And Anthony Rizzo? Yep. He's got Riz, Riz, that Rizzo's lineup's got a bad fine. Back. And he had a bad back last year. Yeah. He'll hit 50. He'll hit 50 plus. I think he's going 65 this year. Wow. Man, oh man. So last year, trying to get to the number he got to, I think clearly there was a little bit of pressure there at the end. That's his mark now. True. But there's still pressure once you get there because, like, you, you're now adding like on top this year, of it. But not like this year. You don't think pitchers are going to be pitching around them? They did last year, too. Yeah. Hmm. All right, you're a hater. I got gotcha. you. I'm not a hater. I think he could go for 65 this year. Why would you say That's what I hate him, man? Why would you go there? Well, because you're very combative. Like, well, there's no I think the guy, in the I think the, I think the guy's the best. In the, lineup? the guy right now is is the number one athlete in all of New York. He is. There's no question about it. The most popular player in all of New York. Can't argue it. Can't argue it. 65 for Judge coming your way, a radio station right here on the fan. Uh, Knicks and Nets off till Friday, as we know. New York plays in Washington, and the Brooklyn Nets will play in Chicago. I thought that I didn't catch this 
from Sunday night during the uh, the All Star game. So Draymond Green was part of the broadcast. And Charles Barkley, who's never short on opinions, uh, was very happy to tell Draymond that uh, their run in Golden State, at least this year, is not happening. The Golden State Warriors are cooked. That's last year, but we all know you don't know what you're talking about. I didn't say that last year. No, I did not say that last year. You said it every year. You said it every year since I've been in the league. that's not true. But y'all are cooked now. Are we? Yep, y'all are done. It still leaves us far ahead of you, boss. Not sure what he meant there, but I thought that was kind of funny. So that was, I guess, when you get these guys together, that uh, you never know what they're going to say. And that was that on Sunday night. The Bucks signed Myers Leonard to a 10-day contract. He's been out of the league almost two years now mm-hmm. for those comments he made on the web stream playing with Call of Duty. Is that yeah, what it was? Yeah, it was some video game, yeah. He, so. he claimed he never knew what the word meant. He just had heard it and thought it was a derogatory thing he could say and get away with. Obviously, it was not. And he paid a uh, he paid a price. He's out of league for two years. And this, like I said, is only a ten day contract, so it doesn't even mean uh, that he may be around long at all. Uh, Rangers last night for the this is amazing. I didn't realize they hadn't lost in regulation since January nineteenth. Yeah, they lost to the Boston full full last night. They had fifty one shots on goal. Yes, except Hellebuck. He was great. Was pretty damn good. Made 50 saves, whereas the Jets found their way into the goal. And the Jets take it back and turn it into the Rangers' zone. Shifley to Connor. The Shifley. Backhander scores. <laughs> they connect again. That was the second <laughs> of the game. Uh, Rangers lost to the Jets 4-1. Kyle Connor, a goal and two assists, both on the Shifley goals, I believe. Uh, here was Gerard Gallant. Not great. But not bad either. We didn't play too too terribly. Yeah, no, I was happy with a lot of things, obviously. And uh, it's one of those games. I mean, coming back from a road trip like that and uh, playing with the energy we played with, it's, you know, tough to lose like that. We had 50 shots. But overall, you know, played a good hockey game and didn't win. Not bad. 51 uh, shots on goal. Igor wasn't great. He's going to have to be great in the playoffs. He's going to have to play a lot better than he has played over the last... Oh, I would say probably 10 games. I mean, he's been okay. He hasn't been great. He's made some big saves, but, you know, last night, 17 shots on goals and four goals. Yes. Come on. Yes, you need better for sure. Yeah. Islanders, meantime, beat the Penguins. Sorry, gave it away to Horvat. Horvat centers. Martin back door for Lee, and he scores! Oh, what a play by Anders Lee! The Islanders' first lead of the night. Yeah, they scored three times in the third period. They win in Pittsburgh 4-2. Brock Nelson scored twice. Horvat. How about that pass by Matty Martz? How about that? that, Skill player. Look at who he's out there with last night. Pretty good. Pretty good. So while 4-2 was the final there, uh, tonight you have the Devils taking on the Canadians. I guess the Islanders get the Jets tomorrow night. And then one other one I meant to write in and I forgot. Greg Olson spoke to a group. I don't know where this was. I think it was in Charlotte somewhere, but I'm not 100% sure. And they asked him about his perspective on his job because of what's going on with Tom Brady. And you just called the Super Bowl. But, you know, there's so much uncertainty going forward. Here was one of two pieces that uh, he mentioned. I have to compete against quarterbacks and Hall of Famers. And all the guys that are coming for the job that I have, Tom Brady. I'm sure you all read those news articles last week. <laughs> this but my, my answer every time was I have all the respect in the world for Tom Brady. I mean, who doesn't, right? Like, He's the greatest. I get it. I understand why they went after him. But I'm not going to roll over and die. I'm not going to roll over. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. He says he will continue busting his ass. I'm willing to do what these guys aren't willing to do. And until they kick me out, I'm going to sit there and do it. And uh, maybe he does come and take my job one day. I, I can live with that. 
I get it. I understand the rules that we all sign up for. I don't ask for anybody's sympathy. It's been awesome. And he will get, uh, as we saw in the report last week, a huge pay cut if that doesn't Ten down happen. to three, right? Yeah, Ten down to three. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, I know, but it's a 70% pay cut. That sucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's going to happen. Not to that You point. don't think so? Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope not for him. Hey, back to uh, Matt Martin for a second. Yes. So does, there's a guy reached out that from uh, Pittsburgh who does a Penguins podcast, reached out to me, and he wanted you to go on this Penguins podcast. Mm. Why? Now, I had to talk Rangers-Penguins. I don't know. So does this tweet that he had last night make you want to go on this podcast more or less? You ready for the tweet? Yeah, sure. He goes, oh, that all started with Matt Martin acting like an a-hole? <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going on. <laughs> by, by the way, yeah, Matt mixed it up last night. Well, I know. So I was. I thought maybe you'd you'd like that, but I wasn't sure. But because he's taking a shot at Matt, you're now out. I mean, you are the hockey authority here. I, I understand that. I mean, you know, look, all I can tell you, he's got a job to do, and he does it, and he does it, uh, you know, 100% every time. So I don't know what to tell you. you so know, it's a no. That's a no. Hard no? That's a hard no. Is there a chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then he's out. All right, I'll we'll send him the message this morning. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it doesn't get back to him already. All right, Jerry, thank you. Okay. Is that is that all? I, I don't know what else you want me to give no, you. No, I didn't know. I just I wasn't going to cut you off if you had anything else. Uh, no, that's, um, that's it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. CBS Sports Network. So, Bull did some boomer digging yesterday, talking to some people around the league about whether or not Aaron Rodgers is still a real possibility for the Jets, and he believes that he is. I'm still holding steadfast on the fact that him choosing the Jets is something that would surprise me. But after hearing Boomer talk to some people, I think that's a little more encouraging because ultimately that's what I want to see happen. And the problem is that Derek Carr is visiting other teams. Derek Carr could sign with one of these other teams as the Jets wait around for Aaron Rodgers. And all of a sudden you're on plan C. And that's a big problem, which is something that we all knew was going to be a possibility for Aaron Rodgers when they started this pursuit. Because he is not someone 
who wants to work on somebody else's timetable. So if this happens and if he becomes a Jets quarterback, this will be absolutely bonkers around here. I think if Derek Carr comes, the fan base will be excited. But obviously, if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback for the last couple years of his career, I mean, you're talking about a team that you want to see in the AFC title game at the very least next year. Well, and just also remember, you know, he's kind of controlling this whole thing. It's not, you know, the Packers are not controlling anything. They're just sitting there waiting for them to, you know, get the go-ahead to go ahead and make a trade. Because they still have him under contract. But before any sort of trade can be made, Aaron will have to modify his contract. Because the Jets aren't going to be able to afford what his present contract is. And, you know, for the for the Packers, there's a two-year out, meaning that he could get out after this year. And then there's like a $24 million cap hit to the Packers. You know, and they're not paying Jordan Love that much money. So they have that all budgeted in. And, you know, they're in love with Jordan Love. And, by the way, Jordan Love has been there for three years. Are they in love with him? Yeah, they are. Interesting. They're, re- they're ready to go with him. And, you know, he's been there for three years. And why is that important? Well, because Zach Wilson's only been here for two years. You know, so sometimes it just takes a little bit more time. And if you do have a guy like Aaron Rodgers sitting there, you have a chance for a guy like Jordan Love. There's no pressure to play him. He has played a little bit. He gets the chance to sit and watch and learn how to become a professional football player. And he watches one of the best ever to do it, do it right in front of his eyes. And then now all he has to do is go out there and try to recreate that. He's a little bit older now a little bit more uh, proficient in uh, the verbiage of their offense and probably knows it about as well as he's ever going to know it. So things, uh, I think, in terms of Green Bay, you know, they're ready to hand it off to the next guy. So when you say he's in control of this, he could either say, I'm retiring, I'm going to go to the Vegas Raiders, or I... I'm going to go to the Jets. Those three things are a possibility. The yeah. Packers are no longer a possibility. All right. Is there any other landing spot that's a possibility? See my notes? I wrote notes down. Oh, look at you. Okay, I wrote notes down, and uh, I started out this morning by telling you that he's already made $305 million, Aaron Rodgers. I told you that Aaron Rodgers needs to request from the Green Bay Packers I want to be traded to the Jets with my buddy Nathaniel yeah, Hackett. No, I, I know all that. And if that happens, then he's in control of it. That means Green Bay has no other choice but to send him to the Jets, which tells me that the compensation is not going to be as big as everybody thinks it's going to be. No, yeah, I know. But my, my question is, we know the Raiders, we know the Jets, we know retirement. We know the Packers are out. Is there another landing spot that the Jets are competing against? No. Okay. Well, that's good I, for the I, Jets, I, I personally believe that he needs to come out and say, "I want to be traded to the Jets." And once that happens, then that narrows, you know, Green Bay and Green Bay just wants to get rid of him. That's what I believe. Yeah. You know, they just want him out of there. Just amazing. They'll probably, they'll probably take a bag of balls at this point. All they want to do is have an answer from Aaron because they want to get. See, the other thing too about Green Bay, while they may be tired of all the antics or whatever you want to call it, you know, they also want to be respectful to him and what he's done for that franchise. Yeah. That's kind of like what Seattle tried to do for Russell Wilson. Send him to where he wanted to go. But, you know, that compensation that Seattle received back from Denver is not the comp- uh, com- compensation that the Jets are going to have to give Green Bay. It's just not. So you're telling me in no way, under no scenario, Aaron Rodgers says to the Green Bay Packers, I want to come back and play, and the Green Bay Packers say, okay. I don't think that's the case. I don't. I really don't. All right. I just think that, again, there are a number of things that have to happen here. 
you know, one of the things that happened that that may work out in the Jets' favor is that Nathaniel Hackett's here, and obviously Aaron knows the offense, so that's good. The other thing that happens here is that the Jets have a reasonably good team, and I think on offense there are a number of really good players there that uh, a guy like Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr, for that matter, would be excited about playing with. Um, the fact that it's a two-year window for Aaron Rodgers basically suits the Jets even better than Derek Carr, assuming that Aaron Rodgers will modify his contract that may be less than uh, Derek Carr would be, and it would be for less years, therefore giving Zach Wilson a chance to grow and watch, kind of like Jordan Love did out in Green Bay, and maybe give him the reins in two years from now. Let's go. I mean, that, that to me is like the panacea for the Jets. That would be the perfect situation for them. Let's go to Chad Tampa. What's going on, Chad? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good morning. Great, man. So, with all due respect, Boom, I, I, I find that a little crazy in what you're saying about Zach. Now, I, I know the Jets and the organization have been saying the correct things about him, but they had to. I mean, what are they going to say? No, we want to trade him. Uh, they've been saying the right things. I mean, they said the right things about Jamal Adams, and then he was shipped out. So, I, I mean, if the Jets are going to make it, listen, if the Jets really felt they had something special in Zach, uh, they wouldn't be going out looking for a quarterback for multiple. Hey, multiple. Chad, Chad, let me let me just explain something about Jamal Adams. He became a royal pain in the ass here. That, no, Zach I, I Wilson's that. not becoming that. a pain in the ass. I mean, Zach Wilson. That, but, he, but even having said that, even though he was a pain in the ass, they still, you know, when they asked uh, Douglas and they asked different uh, people in the organization, everybody said, oh, you know, he's going to be here for years. We want to sign him long term. But my point is, let's say they bring in even an Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to trade picks. Brian Rodgers with the hopes that he would be here one year. If he comes, any quarterback that they sign is at least here for two years. And, and if they sign Carr, we're talking four to five years. Right. So, I think, I think we're all on the same page. Gonna, but listen, they're not going to pick up Zach's fifth year option, which means he has two years left. What is he going to do for, for, even if he's here for two years, he'll be a free agent. They're not going to re, re-sign him at that point or pick up his fifth year option. So it, I don't believe that. You know, I know they're saying the right things, but if they, it's different if you already have a franchise quarterback and then you draft one to sit behind that person because you know maybe they only have a few years left, like they did with Rodgers when they had Favre, or what they did with Love when they had when they already had Rodgers. Um, but I mean, let's be real: if they if they bring in a quarterback for multiple years. By the time Zach's two years are, are done, he's gone. So if you really believe they had something special, they wouldn't be going out and looking for another quarterback for multiple years, potentially even four or five. I mean, Zach's done in New York. He's done. Well, I mean, for maybe maybe you as a fan, he's done. But for the team, he's not done. That's all I'm saying. I'm, and, and I'm not arguing your point because you feel that way about the quarterback that they drafted. I'm just telling you, they don't feel that way. They, they see something special in him, and I know it's hard for you guys to hear me say that. I'm just telling you what they see. I'm not telling you what I see. I'm telling you what they see. And they don't want to give up on him yet. And maybe the best-case scenario is to have Aaron Rodgers come here for one or two years and show Zach Wilson how to play the, how to play the position, especially in this offense, and give him time to grow up still. Yeah, but I go back to that same question about if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be a Jet and it's Derek Carr, and you got to give him four years or five years. Then what? Then it's a diff- then it's a different story. Okay. Then then it's a, a completely different story. But then again, I don't think Derek Carr is going to want to come here under those circumstances. And again, you're going to have to pay him more money longer term. 
I'm just I'm giving you why how I think Aaron Rodgers would be able to come here. And remember, he he has got to modify his contract significantly. And then he's got to go in there and he's got to say to Woody, I'll modify my contract. I'll take less money, much like Aaron, uh, Tom Brady did for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But you have to tell me that you're going to go out there and spend the money and free agency and draft guys that are going to make sure that you know we have a real chance to win here and let your GM do his job. And Aaron Rodgers did say that on McAfee, where he knows that his contract is so pro- prohibitive that he's going to have to rework yeah, it. Yeah, he knows way. it. Yeah, but he's got to. He's got to look. He's got to come here for sixty to seventy million for two years, and then the Jets have some flexibility. Then they can start doing things. Now they still have to pay Quinn and Williams. There's other things that they still have to do here, um, but they're, they're, they they can do things with his contract where they can guarantee him a certain amount of money. That is realistic money, by the way. So I'm not sitting here saying that it's Joe Burrow $50 million money. Sure. But it's going to be something that's going to be significant. If you tell, if I tell you it's $60 million over two years or $70 million over two years, that's significant money. But it gives the Jets some flexibility to continue to build around him and make the team even better. I mean, that's if you're 39 years old, you want to go to a team that you know is ready to win. That's why Tom Brady wanted to go play for Bruce Arians in Tampa. He knew that all that team was missing was a quarterback. And he went down there and he didn't sign for, you know, 50 million a year. He took so much less money in order to keep that team together so he could win. You're telling me there's a chance that Daniel Jones makes more money next year than Aaron Rodgers? Yes. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Jeff and Jericho, what's going on, Jeff? Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, you know, the one thing I would say that everyone could agree on regarding quarterback situation is that someone different had to be there. I think people forget that 20 years ago, Aaron Rodgers sat in the wings for three or four years, I think, you know, learning under Brett Favre. And, Boomer, I'll just say that uh, I was more in favor of Derek Carr as a long-term solution. But uh, if the compensation is much decreased, as you've heard, I might have missed part of it, I think, then it's reasonable so you're not mortgaging so much of the future. And if you truly believe that there's hope with Zach Wilson, um, which is what I was hoping for myself, that he could learn, then I'm all for any of these two scenarios. But I'm more open to the Aaron Rodgers thing, as you discussed a few minutes ago. Yeah, I, and the reason the reason that compensation is not going to be as significant as everybody thinks it is is because Aaron's going to say to Green Bay, I want to just go to the Jets if, that, if in fact, he does that. I just want to go to the Jets. In other words, he's going to say, I'm either retiring, I'm either playing with you and I'm going to make you pay me the money, which that's not going to happen, or I want to go to the Jets. You're not, you're not getting the Jets and the Raiders, you know. And by the way, listening to David Carr talk about Derek Carr's year with Josh McDaniels, what an effing nightmare <laughs> that was for Derek Carr. Yeah. Holy crap. I had no idea. Yeah. That Josh McDaniels, according to David Carr, talking about his brother and his experience under Josh McDaniels, how Josh McDaniels controlled everything offensively and didn't let Derek do what he wanted to do at the line of scrimmage, which is so bizarre to me, especially when you have a veteran quarterback of of Derek Carr's stature. Yeah, well, Josh McDaniels has never proven that he could be a great head coach. So, I mean, it's not that surprising to me that he was a disaster. I mean, hopefully hearing that makes Aaron Rodgers not want to go to play for Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. Uh, well, I, I again, I I, uh, 
I, I just get the feeling like now all of a sudden, I, so I, did, I did not think this until this morning. You know, or yesterday, I should say. Yeah. I didn't think that, you know, that he would want to, that Aaron would want to come here and play in New York. But then, you know, I, I, the more and more I think about it and the more, again, he's going to have to modify his compensation for himself, his contract. He's going to have to modify it significantly. You know, I, it's just he can't make that kind of money and come here. And then, and then he's in the same situation that he's in Green Bay. He's making all the money, and then he has to play out of his mind in order to win. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 